Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 1017 of the team. And guys, it's only two weekends to Christmas, man. So uh, if you haven't got out there and got your shopping done for your gearhead, you got to get over to Yearwood Performance. 341 Eubank today. They got new cool stuff rolling in every day. Um, and uh, I keep seeing that, that FedEx truck, you know, just pull up outside there, UPS truck. Um, and sometimes those big haulers. So they got a, they got a bunch of stuff over there. Uh, go check it out, yearwoodperformance.com. Uh, and, uh, of course, House of, House of Cars got a bunch of stuff as well. But, uh, uh, Dan, uh, I, I guess, uh, I guess this is it for the rest of the year, man. Um, are, are you retiring or are you, uh, you gonna, gonna regenerate and come back strong? You know, I'm just taking a couple weeks off, and I gotta say, I totally forgot I wasn't gonna be here. Oh. RJ came back here and was asking me, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna need a refresher on how to work this stuff next week." And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> and I, it wasn't until just now that I registered. Yeah, I'm not gonna be here for two weeks, so I hope the show can survive without me. Oh, I, I, I think we can. So, are, are you loading up the bags uh, with green chili? And you know, I mean, what, what are you taking back to North Carolina from, uh, from New Mexico, man? Yeah, it's pretty cool. We'll bring a bunch of green chili and uh, all the kind of stuff that people love out here and love to see be brought back. But the real kicker, and, and don't tell uh, the the people in charge of planes and, and liquor distribution, but I think Ooh. I'm going to bring back some Tennessee whiskey yes. to, uh, to share with friends back here. So I'm bringing an empty bag to check on the way back. Well, so you you have one bag full of stuff going and one bag full of stuff coming. That is what we call commerce in the United States, and uh, that's fantastic. Look, looking forward to that. But you know, I, I'm a distribution professional. That's there you that's go. Yeah, a uh, drug dealer uh, or or, or uh, you know, uh, a mule professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, no, I got. I do got to ask you though. Um, are, are you in on the tamales? Because uh, I know sometimes it takes people a little bit to adjust to tamales. Um, are Are you all in on those? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, my my family. My dad. <laughs> You know, he's, he's man, I see all these little old ladies making tamales. Maybe I can just make some myself. You told me about this, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think he's still got some frozen from the last time he made them, so we'll probably be munching on those oh, that's, North Carolina tamales. That's fantastic. Well, look, looking forward to the whiskey. So uh, I guess it's going to be a, an awesome new year uh, at your house. Looking forward to that. All right, you knew I was going to come with this, RJ. Uh-oh. What in the world is going on with the Raiders? But that that is the craziest thing, man. I mean, for a Thursday night game, for a team to score zero the game before and kind of go into an existential crisis, then to score to the <laughs> team record, a uh, franchise record, sixty three points against the Chargers. It's kind of it's the deposition of you know t- one team fighting for their coach. They like him, they want him to continue on, and the interim coach of Antonio Pierce for the Raiders. Then one guy that I mean, he just got let go. It's no it's no hidden. You know that the Chargers, they were kind of 
they needed a change. They gave up on the season, and they could just show in that game where you're down 42 to nothing, and you look around, and they're celebrating first down still, like, oh, we're still in it. It's like, nope, that's 42 nothing's almost impossible to come back from. And they could not, and it was 63-21. to It was a beautiful game for the Raiders. So what do you, what do you think about this New Mexico Bowl? I'm mean, having New Mexico State come up. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, I mean, at least we've got another team from the state in the game. Hey, the Isleta New Mexico Bowl, I mean, it's always kind of like the kickoff. It's the first Saturday of bowl season. I absolutely love it. And tell you the truth, I think this matchup is I mean, one of the best outcomes we could have had because New Mexico State, I mean, they were in two really close games against Liberty where they could have been, I mean, maybe like not New Year, maybe New Year six or like right underneath where they had such a great season behind uh Pavia and that ex- exciting offense and Jerry killed the coach. And then uh Fresno State, I mean, they were up and down and they proved that I mean New Mexico almost upset them when they came here last time. So maybe they have a bone to pick. I think it's gonna be an amazing game actually. Wow. I, I, it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I, I I thought I heard you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh that New Mexico State is actually too good for this bowl game. Uh, I, I I mean on this on this airway I don't know about that, but they I I think they could have strived for maybe something better. But you know to kick off the season, I think they're going to try to prove people wrong. And guess what? A lot of people from New Mexico State they come out here to Albuquerque, so you know people are going to make the trip. It's an exciting thing for them. Let's see if they can kick off the season and do the state of New Mexico proud. So I, I didn't set you up there, but I set you up here. Um, so, uh, tomorrow you're going to be at Isleta. So if people have any issue with what, what I said this morning, they can come out, be there from nine to 11 and <laughs> not much after, not much before. So be there from nine to 11. I'll be selling between... rotten tomatoes. There you want to throw them at RJ, come out, <laughs> come out $5, 10 tomatoes. Ooh, and those will be ice solid. It's going to be nice and cold tomorrow, but between the lines from nine to 11, B Scoccoletti and uh, Sam Hauser is going to be back. So a lot of fun times going on tomorrow as well. Speaking of uh, a little cold, uh, we got some car shows going on today. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's let people know what's going on. Make sure, uh, make sure you wear a jacket and a hat to these things. Yeah, we got some cool events going on. And one that we kind of promoted last week a little bit to kind of get everything started is the Toy for Tots, uh, drive in and drop off toy drive. That's going on today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be at the Snap Fitness on Tramway and Indian School. And it's going to be a great event where a a good amount of some great cars are going to be out there, but it's all for a cause. It's for toys and non-perishables, for items accepted, for people in need. And it's just an amazing thing that people are going through. And Toys for Tots, and they have a bunch of different uh, events that they have going on. This is just their latest one, but on Tramway and Indian School, go out there and make all the, and uh, see some great cars and donate to a great cause. So you got uh, Reggie and Margaret putting that together. Um, hey, uh, hey, do send me a text and let me know if you're out there uh, spinning the wax. Uh, we'll find out what the inter- entertainment is going on. Uh, also, Alamogordo. Um, they've got a, a Miracle Tour uh, toy drive going on. You know what? I think this is the last weekend of collections for Toys for Tots. Oh, okay. So I think this is the weekend to do it because they actually start distribution like next week. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, this is your last chance to get out and do that. Uh, what's going on in Los Ranchos uh, tonight? Yeah, so so for Los Ranchos, they have a lighting up Los Ranchos. It's, it's kind of like a... Uh, it's a Christmas theme kind of a cruise that they have going on. It's going to start at 5 p.m. where they're going to uh, 
donate clothing and toys for children in need, but they're going to decorate their rides, their crews, and like kind of the entire area that they love that little part of uh, from 4th Street, pretty much from Osuna North to the Dan's Boots and Saddle. So it's going to be a nice, slow, easy ride, but you're going to see a lot of Christmas lights, a lot of cool features going on there, and a lot of just, I mean, to really get you in the season, it's going to be where people are coming out here for sure. But they are going to set up at the Los Ranchos Gun Shop at 5. They're going to accept donations there, and you're going to be driving back and forth and seeing a lot of different cars come out to celebrate the holiday. So kind of another twinkle light parade. Completely, yes. Okay, all right. So, I mean, we, we've lost count of how many of those there are going on. Uh, also, going on at Expo New Mexico. Now, I'm going to tell you that uh, sometimes I don't read these things completely when when you give them to me. Yeah. So I I I believe uh, you know I breezed over that one and I thought it said cars and ammo. Not, I, not anno, an, anime. Anime <laughs> is the word for it. It's the it's a gearhead society. It presents the uh, New Mexico cars and anime con that they have going on. It's going to be today at Expo New Mexico, which is at 300 San Pedro Drive Northeast. It's going to be from 12 to 7. Today, we're going to have a car show. They're going to have a car giveaway, it says. I'm kind of curious on what, I mean, if it's going to be a toy model or if it's actually going to be a straight-up car they have. But there's different voice actors, there's awards, there's vendors, and a bunch of different anime influencers that are going to be out here as well. So it seems like kind of a mixing of two cultures, but a lot of cool cars that you probably don't see at your normal car show is going to be here at Expo New Mexico at the Cars and the Anime Con. Hey, thank you, uh, RJ. That's really cool. There's a couple of things I didn't see that you got covered, so it's fantastic. Also, want to give you a uh, thank you for a, a kind of a cold week of distribution on the magazine. Um, but it looks like we've got like 99.9 percent of the distribution done on the Champions Edition. Um, and coming up a little bit later, we're going to make a correction. Uh, to one of the uh, division champions that uh, we went off of the official website and still somehow got it wrong. So we're gonna make we're gonna make that right a little bit later. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And so, for those of you that are listening, um, you, you can't see it, but we got Snoop in the house. That's right. Uh, Snoop on the stoop uh, is on uh, guest mic number three. And joining us is uh, Forrest and Paul. How you guys doing this morning, man? What up? What up? Hey, so a little bit of, a little bit of uh, tragedy along the way. Got a, got a nail in the tire or something? Man, I, don't, I don't think it was on the way. I think it was before we even left. Oh, man. It's probably from one of our finer dumps in the city. Yeah, well... Yeah. Yeah, you're in, you're kind of indirectly in the construction industry and the landscape. I mean, yeah. the chances are you're running all over all kinds of junk. Yeah, well, we le- actually we left a dump one day and ran over a, a railroad spike. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, and I was driving down the road, just dunk, 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 and I had to drive it all the way to the tire shop. It wow. was yeah, 
The guy said he's surprised it didn't destroy the rim on my truck. Well, and, and not <laughs> to throw anybody under the bus, but it sounds like those tires are more expensive than the slicks that you're running on the dragster. Uh, well, the junior, yeah, for sure, for sure, but not the big car. No, 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 no. The big car is, uh, yeah, those, those are expensive slicks. Well, tell us how things have been going with uh, 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 Warlord Racing. Oh, man, dude, it's uh, it's it's definitely uh, going. We've got the motor in the car now. We've got the transmission in the car. Paul Royball over at Precision got to, got that all set up. So uh, we bought a set of heads off of a friend of ours, and they um, turned out not just to, they were just not what uh, what we thought they were. So uh, Paul went ahead and ordered a brand new set of uh, heads that uh, we have now. But now we need valves for them and rocker stands and rockers and you know, you get four or five things done, and then two or three more things pile up that you need to buy. Or so the motor's in the car. You know, there's we have, there's that. Well, and and you've <laughs> got what two months? Yeah. You know, I mean, because because effectively from here to the end of the year is kind of done. I mean, you know, yeah. not going to get anything shipped, not going to get anything else done. Um, you know, but uh, but then you know you've got a couple of months. Season starts in March. Yeah. Um, it keeps it gets faster and faster every year. Um, so. Uh, are you guys going to make the deadline? I mean, this has got to be an annual thing. Every off season's got to be it's pro- similar to this. We're probably not going to have it done. I mean, we figured we were going to make some passes last year, but um, you know, we decided to completely change cars and directions and and you know, just basically everything about the program. Um, so starting from scratch is uh, again five steps forward and you take six or seven steps back. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I guess that's kind of sort of the norm in drag racing. But uh, yeah. I don't think we'll have it ready for March or April, but I, I'm sure that I'm about 90% sure we'll make um, at least a couple passes at some point in time in Fantastic. 2024. Hopefully. Paul hasn't driven, like, Paul hasn't been in the car and I don't know, since uh, I think the quick eight, quick 16, the year before last in Roswell. Wow. I think. Well, I think he's been busy like having a baby or something, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, <laughs> Kay, yeah, Caitlin or uh, uh, Mackenzie's. I don't know, three, no, three now, two, three, something like that. Wow, I know I'm probably going to get some some hate from him because you know my facts probably aren't 100 percent correct, but you know, hey, it, <laughs> it, 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 at least you can try. But uh, uh, the Warlord Junior program going pretty good though. Yeah, uh, we went up to JR Race Car a couple months ago, or not a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. I hung out with Danny um, and went to JR Race Car. Cody gave us a full tour of the shop. Um, and I got to tell you, man, I've been to some machine shops in my day. Mike Sherbring's got a great machine shop. It's 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 uh he's got some of the best uh, equipment I've seen. But JR Race Car is unbelievable. They make everything, and I mean everything. They make the cranks, the rod, the, the cranks, the rods, the pistons, the cams. And I mean, there's nothing in that shop that they don't make. They make the blocks, they make the engine covers, they make the heads, the valves. They make everything in house. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's uh, quite a. Uh... Sorry, the little thing was coming loose. I can hear it in my head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, we got one of your drivers here. Um, so, Forrest, tell us uh, how's the off season been for you? Um, I haven't really driven that much since the season before last, but oh. I got to get in the Mike Boss car a few times last season. It cool. was pretty fun. Uh, I really wish I hadn't sold my car because that car was one of my favorite cars. Oh. But I was really happy for my sister and my cousin to do as well as they did. That's fantastic. Well, you're going to have to get some sponsor money together so you can get a new car. Yeah. We're, keep, we're keeping our I told him I'd buy him another car, but the, it has to be the right opportunity. It has to be the right car. Well, and I just wanted to make sure that, you know, also keeping the grades up and all the other things, staying out of trouble, that's 
That's how I, I that's how I kept my seat. Is just trying to stay out of trouble with my dad. He's actually he's been he's been uh, he's been he's been good. Uh, good. Yeah, he's been good. He's been doing all right. Not too bad. Good. You no. Know, if well, him and his sisters could stay out of each other's throats, that would be great. But you know. <laughs> well, I, I think that that's that. I think that we we all need to work on that. But uh, got to ask you, you got some questionable friends you've been hanging out with. I mean, I mean Snoop Dogg. I mean, oh. dude. I mean, that's that that guy. That guy knows how to market. Let's let's say that he definitely knows how to do that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, he's not even the most questionable. I know. I, I heard he's been ha- hanging out with Josh Kahn over there at the Sketchy Bird Pit. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we got we we're bre- we got some breaking news. We got a breaking news. You know. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we got some head shaking going on now. I mean, uh, <laughs> hey, spill the tea or uh, that, that that's. Oh. oh, that was the Old Spice whistle. That was my phone. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was your phone. Yeah. I thought he had the Old Spice. I was like, man, he's got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Him and uh, Josh is, uh, you know, uh, Josh is a good friend of mine. So uh, yeah, we we like to hang out and and uh, yeah, Josh actually calls forces hero. So I don't know yeah. about all that, but uh, I've been hearing some rumors that he's moving to Rio Rancho. I've been getting really excited about that because he's going to be closer. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. some breaking news. Yeah, I've heard some yeah, sketchy birds uh, relocate to Albuquerque, but we don't we don't know for sure for sure yet. Well, <laughs> we're still doing good. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still waiting for official word from a sketchy bird racing, but awesome, awesome. What else is going on for for next season? I mean, you seem to be like everywhere. Um, you know, uh, you know, with with Bucky's and with you know everything you've got going on. I mean, you know, at least one job. Um, I don't know how you're involved with at least five different race teams and doing uh, doing you know some of the no prep stuff. I mean, it, dude, when do you sleep? Uh, well, sleep has been hard to come by the last couple of days, you know, just because I got so much stuff going on. But actually, Danny Smith uh, with the Snafu Funny Car yeah. uh, is planning on coming and running chasing the Rods Championship next year because you know Bandemir's closed. Wow. Uh, so Dan, me and Danny have been or me and Danny have been talking um, uh, a lot. And I mean, me, Danny, and Scott Pariso are in a in a text group, and we, yeah, we we talk a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Scott's going to try to get down here and run at least once, but I know they're they're trying to put a OFAA race to, uh, on over at uh, Pinwell Nice Raceway. Yeah, uh, shout out to Gary Gardner, um, and uh, they had already they had already uh, asked Scott if he would come down and run, so we may go down there and uh, and do that. Um, but yeah, Danny's coming, planning on coming down and run, and chasing the Rods Championship down here with the Funny Car. Um, and uh, we've got bounty hunters uh, on the list already. That's our first race of the season. We're going to take the juniors down there. We were planning on taking the Maverick, but uh, you know, unfortunately, with that uh, type of thing, the Maverick gets put on the back burner. Right. Uh, you know, it's all about the kids. So I want to make sure the kids are out there doing that. And I mean, the winter meltdown race it was five thousand dollars to win for juniors. Yeah. Yeah. They was a total of five thousand dollars. They had a second chance race, and you know, Gary is uh, he's he's all about you know having you know cool races and and hanging out with Matt and doing all the the no prep stuff, but. When it comes to juniors, um, there I don't think there's any other program in the country quite like Odessa for juniors. Like they just, you know, that's uh, that's uh, one of our favorite tracks to go to, and uh, I really do enjoy hanging out with Gary and working with Gary. So, um, you know, we're definitely planning on doing that. But I'm really excited about Danny coming down here and running with the Rods, Rods class. That's going to be pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, but I kind of want to get back to the Rods because I think or the uh, the juniors because um, explain a little bit of kind of like how. The, the, a driver can progress kind of as they go faster and because uh, there's a lot of things you can do within juniors it's not just 
you know, one car, one class, but there's actually several competitions within the class. Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. This weekend they're having the uh, Christmas on the Coast out in Gulfport, Mississippi, um, and that's uh, that's one of the biggest junior races in the country. Wow. Um, and they got lots of different cars down there. Um, I know uh, Chris, Cle- Chris Cleveland from uh, um, um, Hobbs is down there racing with the Buddha. Um, and I know uh, Haley James Racing is down there with the um, with the uh, Kiefer Simpson, and they're uh, they're not necessarily local anymore, but they're down there racing. Uh, I know Klein went to the finals last year, last night, um, and almost won ten thousand dollars. Wow! Um, and then they had two race way in races last night for the big money race today, um, and I think that's ten thousand dollars. So they they uh, they give away a lot of money, but uh, yeah, juniors you start racing in juniors, and you know Leah Pruitt started racing in juniors, Erica Anders started racing in juniors. Um, so there's, if you are good enough, you race long enough, and you have you can draw enough attention to your name, you get. I mean, like I said, you'll you'll end up driving a pro stock car. Or, you know, you just uh, you gotta just keep out there, go out there, and keep chasing it, keep winning. And you know, like I said, if you if you do well enough, you'll get noticed, and somebody will be like, hey, you want to come drive my pro mod or you know whatever. Awesome. So that'd be cool if uh, one of these kids could get picked up. What's the best way for people to follow you or, or reach out to you uh, to get involved? Uh, Bucky's Media Works on Facebook is my media page. I'm, you know, Paul Fields on Facebook is uh, um, usually uh, where I'm at. But uh, you know, if you see me out and about, just come up and talk to me. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for coming out this morning. Thanks for uh, for bringing Snoop out. It was good to. Uh, now I can say I've had Snoop on the show. Yeah, well, this is uh, so Mimi uh, Forrest's grandma, my wife, my wife's mom, uh, had somebody bring that over to my house and said, "Hey, can you, you know, post it up and do all that stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I've been I've been going buck wild with it. So this is a shout out to Mimi. Uh, <laughs> Snoop on the stoop is in the house. Shout out to Mimi. <laughs> all right, we got we got a whole lot more uh, on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, one hundred one seven. The team. Hola, muchachos. Este es Tony Canal, el piloto del carro número 14 para ABC Supply, AJ Foyt Racing. Me estás escuchando el New Mexico Motorsports Report con David Soap de la ESPN Radio 1017 de Team. This is Kyle Larson, driving the number 5 GL1 Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Uh, and as we've talked about earlier, the New Mexico Motorsports Report Champions Edition um, is now out on the newsstand. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, uh, point standings from uh, several of the tracks. Uh, Vado Speedway's in there. Sandia, um, Suka Speedway uh, is in there. Of course, uh, we also got uh, Legacy and Aztec. Uh, a lot of different activity. Uh, Weeby Racing's also got their, their points in there, as well as Moriarty MX. And so uh, joining the show now... Actually, is the uh, points champion uh, for the extreme landscaping USRA stock cars out of Vado Speedway um, is Jonathan Burton. How you doing this morning, man? Doing great. Hanging out here, getting ready to work on the car, getting ready for next year. How are you guys? Uh, good, good. Hey, yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that uh, racing is a 12-month event. 
Uh, even if you're not on the track, you're trying to get stuff all ready for the season. Um, and a lot of times there's a lot of contact um, in the stock car division. So you probably got some fenders to pound out, pound out and some other graphics to get put on for uh, for next season. But let, let's talk about uh, the 2023 season. Uh, a lot of competition. I mean, edging out uh, Rob Mosley, Josh Kane, and Sherman Barnett to get that championship. Uh, talk a little bit about how long... Um, and arduous a USRA stock car um, season is. This season was definitely a very long, exciting season. We started it off extremely strong. I won the first six out of seven races. Cool. And then I had a little bit of a dry spell when dry slick season came along. <laughs> not not my biggest fan of dry slick season. So had to battle with the car a little bit and battle with Josh Kane and Rob Mosley a lot harder. They're extremely good competitors. Josh Kane just won the USRA Nationals in Wheatland, Missouri. Rob, he's won championships everywhere. He's won over 100 main events. Yep. But we definitely have had our work cut out for us racing with them, and I enjoyed racing with them, and I'm glad to come out on top of that one. That's fantastic. And uh, uh, joining us is uh, Jonathan Burton out of Las Cruces. Uh, the points championship for the Extreme Landscaping USRA Stock Cars uh, out of Votto Speedway. Um, kind of, uh, uh, it's intriguing. Kind of explain how the track does evolve over the season. Uh, we do talk a lot about how it even evolves over the evening, but but that's kind of fascinating. It, it's dry and hot down there. Is that what kind of contributes to the uh, the track drying out, becoming more dry slick? Absolutely. From when we start racing in March through. May, the temperatures will be under 90 degrees, but once we hit May May through June, July, August, we're racing in 100-degree weather, and the track, you can't keep no moisture in that. So it really makes us better drivers around here, really teaches us a lot of throttle control and better setups for our cars to run on these dry, slick racetracks, which makes us better around the country and at other tracks. So for the for the listeners that aren't familiar with the USRA stock cars, uh, can, can you kind of describe um, what what type of race car, uh, what maybe specific rules there are uh, that distinguish it from other stock car classes? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we run a USRA stock car class, which are most of our cars are eighty six or eighty one to eighty seven Chevy Monte Carlos G body cars. And what separates us from, like, a pure stock or a lower class is we get a lot more um, forgiveness with our suspension. We get a lot more open areas to hook the car up better. And we run we run big motors, um, just a lot more openness to what we can do with our race cars and our motor packages over, like, a pure stock class. How, how long have you been um, been racing? I started racing when I was 11 years old, and I'm 33 <laughs> right now. Well, congratulations! Uh, I mean, to to stay in the sport that long um, and and to be kind of move up. What did you What did you start racing? I started racing at street stock at the Southern New Mexico Speedway, racing for my dad. Fantastic! So, talk about. I mean, you guys have a world class facility. Uh, there at Vado. I, I mean, talk about some of the features uh, that have evolved since uh, um, since the racing down there in um, at at what did, was it Southern? What was it called again? I almost lost my brain. 
Um, the old one, which yeah. is called Southern New Mexico Speedway. There you go. Uh, talk about kind of how, what a great facility you got there, Vado. Vado is a great facility, absolutely state-of-the-art. The stands are immaculate, all concrete everywhere, really nice grass taken care of, awesome bathroom facilities, great concessions. Um, our announcers are world-class. They do great jobs. Um, the track itself is amazing the way they designed it and everything. It's uh, really a hybrid between our old track and our old El Paso track that we had here. I had a lot of luck at both of those tracks. But we've gotten a lot more up with the times now. We've got a tech shed and everything, and our our tech inspectors are really good guys, and our track's just doing really well. I'm I'm very happy to call it home. Well, it's fantastic. Uh, looking at the calendar coming up, January 6th, 7th is the uh, actually start for the 18th annual Rio Grande Waste Services Wild West Shootout. Um, big guns coming in town. I hear Kyle Larson's coming back um, and uh, going to be a, quite a spectacle um, out there. And this is a perfect example of how they just don't stop. I mean, that's that's like three weeks away, um, and the racing season really gets uh, gets cranked up. Um, you're running now up in the USRA street stocks. Um, have you thought about, you know, moving or going up into the, uh, the mods or running some trucks or anything, or, or are you just a stock car guy at heart? I, I really want to move up to the modified classes. I had my car for sale and if it sold, that was the plan to build a modified, but it didn't sell, so I'm going back stock car racing. My dad, I'm a third-generation driver. My dad and my grandpa, they both raced stock cars for a long time, so I have a lot of setup knowledge and backing behind me that really know how to make a stock car move and go fast. So, yeah, I guess I am a heart stock car guy, but I'd sure like to try my luck in a modified one day. Well, there you go. If uh, any of you sponsors or uh, people that got seats are, are listening, um, it sounds like a driver would like to at least uh, at least give it a shot. Uh, but yeah, no, I've found that sometimes, you know, uh, moving up in class, as they call it, um, sometimes you just find a class that fits your personality. Um, and, uh, you know, those are the guys you want to run with. Those are the guys you want to hang out with. Um, uh, because, uh, you know, the different, I mean, even the legends division, I mean, those guys are legend guys. I mean, you know, they, they love running the, uh, the small car. Uh, there's definitely people that are wing and non-wing, uh, as far as minis and, um, you know, the big sprint cars. So sometimes it's, I mean, it's just a driving style and a personality thing. So I, I say, I say, do you, you know, do you, Jonathan? I mean, whatever, uh, uh, whatever makes you feel good. I mean, you got to get out there and race. Absolutely. I, I plan to have a lot of fun in this stock car and plan on getting my son in one here in the future. He'll be our fourth generation driver. Fourth generation man, just passing that disease on. Uh, that's that's absolutely that's fantastic. Hey, if, if people want to kind of, you know, follow uh, follow your racing career, kind of follow what you're up to, what's the best way for them to connect? I have an Instagram. It's Jonathan Burton Racing, and I, I post a lot on there. Um, I have my Facebook. Um, I do a lot on there. I follow the tracks on there. Very socially media inclined. Spend too much time on there. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, man. Hey, thank you for... Uh, I thank you for coming on, and uh, you know, sorry about the uh, the points there. I, I don't think that people understand that there are so many different um, ways that points are actually done. 
Um, some have have some weekends that you can you know you can take out. I mean, because likewise, uh, like we talked, it's it's a slug uh, to do a whole season. I mean, if a wedding comes up or you know like somebody gets sick and you got to take some time. I mean, a lot of times that can cost you a championship right there. I mean, one race if you don't have the points. Talk a little bit of kind of how the USRA um, does their points. USRA does their points. You get track points as a hundred to win, and it drops by five points for the first couple of positions, and then four points for the next couple of positions. But I don't think we ever finished out of the top six the entire season. We had a very good year, and on national points, you get two hundred points to win. Wow. We finished tenth in the national points in the southern region this year. That's fantastic. That's right. That's- Sometimes there's you, you accrue points in different uh, in different categories, different divisions um, as Absolutely. well. Well, well, congratulations. The season's very close, so celebrate while you can your championship, um, and good luck in defending next year. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to thank a few of my sponsors. Um, yeah, I got I got Don Verde Farms, big help. Thank you very much to them. Extreme Landscaping, Toro Rock, McCoy Fabrication, <clears throat> and. Mike Garcia, the Body Works. Awesome, man. That's that's fantastic. Got to give a shout out to the uh, the people that get you to the track every weekend. So that's fantastic. Yes, yes, sir. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Absolutely. Hey, man. Have a happy holiday, and uh, we'll catch up with you next year. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. All right. That was uh, uh, Jonathan Burton. We uh, try and correct the wrong on the points there. Uh, he had a uh, seventeen uh, point lead. Finished with uh, one thousand two hundred thirty two points. Um, over Rob Mosley by 17, Josh Kane third in points, 87 back, and Sherman Barnett back 179. So uh, um, pretty cool story. All right, we've got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.17. Bonjour, Albuquerque. C'est Simon Pagenaud. Je suis le pilote de la voiture numéro 22 en IndyCar, Henry Chevrolet. Vous écoutez New Mexico Motorsport Support avec David Swap sur ESPN Radio 101.17. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Swap of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 101.17. The team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And... Um, Let's see what's going on. We got uh, coming up in January. We got the uh, Albuquerque Dragway Banquet um, at uh, Isleta Casino. It looks like it's scheduled for January twenty seventh. Um, going on to actually this Saturday down at the Hoorah Event Center um, is the Alien Speedway um, Awards Banquet. It looks like it's fourth annual there. And I'll, you know the COVID just threw everything off as to how many years some of these tracks have been open. Uh, January 6th and 7th, Moriarty MX uh, Triple Crown Series Round 3. And I think that's that's the final race for that series uh, to be able to get that done. So definitely some cool things coming up uh, to put on your calendar um, and check out. 
Um, and and remind me, where where are you going to be tomorrow? Oh, so I will be at the, at Isleta Resort and Casino at the Pet MGM Sportsbook, where we, from nine to eleven we do between the lines here on ESPN Radio one hundred one seven the team every uh, Sunday morning, pretty much your uh, NFL pregame show, getting everything ready for Week fifteen now. So tell me um, how, how the Cowboys are overrated. <laughs> I mean, tell so you I just two- set him up. Everybody knows where he's going to be. No, actually, the last few weeks, I think they have been properly rated because it's, it's the scenario when they're at home, they're a different team. Yeah. And that's that's the situation when it comes to, I mean, better teams. Of course, you know, everyone thinks they have a home field advantage. With Cowboys, they actually do, though. And finally, against, you know, good opponents that go travel to Cowboys, they've been getting their victory. Now, this time, they're going to be in the Colton Buffalo, and hopefully to keep their season alive, Buffalo needs to get this victory, and they are the favorite in this matchup, but... It's going to be a great game no matter what. This always seems like, you know, two powerhouse offenses. And let's see, you know, who could come up on top. That's going to be the 225. It's going to be here on ESPN Radio as well. So you can listen to it live. Awesome. Dan, you had that look. Like, I think you have something to say. But what, what is that look? Dude, the Cowboys are awesome. Dude, their offense is so good. Dak is elite. Whoever is playing running back is elite. Their defense is elite. Why do I? Why They're do I not awesome. feel this is sincere? I, no, it's entirely. Put it right now, RJ. I need you to make a bet for me. Uh, Cowboys Super Bowl. Like, can I bet for them to win by fifty? What are you kidding? He's got a company man over he, here. He's Let's got some it. ESPN this money in his the, pocket. This is the, the ESPN radio money of the Cowboys. This is the ta- this is the cowboy town. I don't care what you say. Wow, America's fan, team. Fan, wow, and whatever. This is. Uh, Go Cowboys! Wow, I am Dan, sh- cut off your mic. I am shocked. You know what? You know what? You know what? I think you know what it is. Dan is deeply depressed over his Carolina Panthers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, if I could, uh, can I place a twenty twenty five Super Bowl bet on the Panthers, RJ? Nope, too far away. <laughs> what would the payout be on that? That that's got to be insane. That's going to be like what you know, two billion to one. So, so I, I don't even want to think of those numbers, but oh uh, it, it's a far shot. And what are the odds for them to win four games in 2023? <laughs> good odds. Good odds. That's, that's probably even money. All right. So I was just trying to have fun at RJ's expense, and now now it gets unreal because now we're going to have all the Cowboys fans thinking that the New Mexico Motorsports Report is, is you know, a supporter of the Cowboys. I mean, you know, we, we, we only care about Cowboys at the racetrack. What are they, did they say hook them? No, that's that's the Longhorns. What are, what right. are the Cowboys? Do they go, I don't know. What do they say, RJ? Nope. They, I mean... Cowboys, Cowboys always say next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey, you want you want a solid bet, you know, for the holidays. I mean, we've got a lot of supporters of this show uh, that we would uh, love to offer, you know, for you to go out and support this year. Uh, Seductions actually had a name change on their on their buildings, um, Love Etc. So uh, you know, go buy, uh, pick up some stuff there. As a matter of fact, uh, they had so many signs to change that they started a sign company called Sandia Signs. Now, to me, that that's absolutely genius. Uh, but going on, you know, of course, you know, support Salmon's, Clark's, TPC Roofing, uh, McKinney Motor Company, uh, Razorville, Photobomb Classics, House of Cars, Top Notch, uh, University Mazda VW, uh, of course, uh, Albuquerque Dragway, Sandia, Suka Speedway, uh, Bato Speedway. Um, these are these are all supporters of the show and mild to wild. Um, as always, so a lot of a lot of cool things. Definitely go out um, and share the love this season. 
Uh, a couple of things we didn't really get to cover too much was uh, the different championships uh, that were going on and thinking about, you know, uh, drivers like Max Verstappen got to be one of the top uh, paid athletes in the world. And of course, that conversation, you know, kind of leads us to uh, baseball. Why, why, why is Otani, why did Otani get like, you know, $700 million? I mean, you know, what, and now, now he's got half the skills he used to have. He's not even going to pitch. I mean, what's the, what's the deal with season. that? He, he's going to pitch again, just not <laughs> next season. He's doing something that nobody in the history of the sport has ever done, and he has the largest audience of anyone ever in any sport. I mean, save soccer stars. Of course, that's totally different. They're on the world stage. Right. But he has the entire country of Japan behind him entirely. He has now all of Southern California. He, like, just everyone that loves baseball loves Otani, and you can't deny it. it. He's worth whatever amount of money those rich fat cats that own a baseball team can pay. It's, yeah, it's not unreasonable at all. So, uh, so how do you com- compare that to, like, some of the, you know, wages and, you know, that what they pay race car drivers? As a matter of fact, they don't disclose what they're paying NASCAR drivers anymore. I mean, you know, we we can't have this conversation. It should, there should be a union. There should be pay transparency. Oh, the the drivers should demand more money. They should they should get more money. That's also a huge sport. I it's ridiculous that that's not known to everyone. Well, you know, drag racers. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe that they disclose those numbers. And now you got you know Tony Stewart uh, with his racing addictions now going to you know run some top fuel. So I mean that's you know that that's got to be enticing and yeah I, and here we come back to this sponsor money right you know some of the drivers I mean you look at uh, uh, you know Cole Custer Ryan Blaney Ben Rhodes those are the uh, uh, the champions all driving for Ford which if I remember correctly how many times do we have a conversation on this show about Ford was going nowhere and is Ford over is is Penske racing is you know Penske uh, now spending too much time thinking about track ownership. Uh, with the uh, the Indy 500 and all the different things that he's going, and yet you know his guy Ryan Blaney uh, ends up you know getting it done. And some people could say kind of snuck in and did it yeah. Uh, because yeah, I mean there was times where it's like what's what's going on with Ryan Blaney? Uh, last couple of seasons he goes out in like the first round on some sort of fluke. The car you know the car breaks and you know uh, and I think like the first race of ten in the championship, um, Cole Custer uh, you know he. had you know, won a race at the cup level um, in his rookie season, made it to the championship uh, 16, uh, didn't really go much of anywhere, goes goes back to the Xfinity Series and has a strong battle, uh, gets a championship. Uh, ben Rhodes winning his uh, second in three years. Um, and, you know, basically a lot of people kind of counted him out there. Um, and he seems he's a perfect example of like the conversation we just had with uh, Jonathan Burton in the fact that you know sometimes there's just a division that fits you and fits your personality. Um, and Ben Rhodes seems to seems to, seems to be fine, you know, running trucks. It's not uh, not that feeder series, right? And there definitely is some different things going on because when you look at the Cup Series um, and they continue to develop that new car, going the third year into um, into a whole new car. Um, I mean, trucks are still as close to coming from, you know, Saturday night racing as you can get. There's uh, a lot of uh, opportunities there um, going forward. So, you know, I don't know. I think that uh, uh, things continue to evolve. Uh, I think, you know, divisions continue to, to to grow. And then, of course, you know, you, on an overall talk about uh, NASCAR itself, 
Um, they keep talking about how they keep changing the schedules and they keep doing different things. Um, I thought I saw in the football schedule um, now in a couple of years they're they're going to go to a different country or something like they're that. Try next year actually to try to go the first time in Brazil. That's actually. right. That's right. I heard that in, in Brazil and because like isn't it summer in Brazil right now? Yeah, it's it's south of the equator. Yeah, so it's it's a totally different uh, ecosystem. Yeah, and how they play. Yes. So so does Santa change clothes when when he goes down there? I mean, you he know, because I mean, because I mean, that would that would really maybe he starts He's just a sweaty dude. <laughs> well, I mean, that from our own resident Santa. Tis the season. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, I I don't know. Do we have any more to talk about, or should we just uh, if if um, racers want schedules to be consistent, they should form a union. To uh, fight back. What is it with you and union? Unions are important. Uh, We're running out of time, so I can't speak any more on that. Oh, and please don't. All right. Next Saturday, we'll have a whole new show. So tune in, um, and uh, you have no idea where we might be going. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment, here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host David Swope will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing are park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. 